0: Hello, this is Bourbon and Stuff again with my husband, E. Hello. And this is day three of Bourbon Heritage Month. And what better way to uh, really celebrate the incoming horrific storm that we Floridians are about to get than uh, try some more bourbon. So without further ado, we are introducing uh, Maker's Mark Private Select for day three.
1: And this is the Bill Samuels Jr. selection, which is a distillery exclusive. In essence, this is Maker's 46 cask strength, because the selection of the 10 staves for the private select are all Maker's 46 staves, which happen to be uh, specially seared French oak staves that Maker's Mark cask strength is finished in for this particular selection.
0: So the mash bill for this bourbon is 70 corn, 16 wheat, and 14 barley.
1: Which means that it's going to be a much sweeter bourbon compared to one that is made with rye instead of wheat.
0: Yes. And the ABV for this is uh, 55.3% or 110.6 proof.
1: We were able to pick this up at the distillery... And the price for this 750 ml bottle was $69.99. And we even had the lovely opportunity to dip the bottle ourselves.
0: Yes. Which, if you ever find yourself in Laredo, Kentucky, do check out Maker's Mark. But let us give you a bit of (laughs) advice. Prepare yourself for the roads that you will go down (laughs) to get to this distillery.
1: Yes, but it is the most ridiculous, tiny, winding, backwoods roads to get there. But once you get there, it's beautiful. It's lovely.
0: It is. uh, The roads are barely wide enough to fit two cars. There are portions of it where genuinely, if you have to pass a car, one car will need to to, uh, edge themselves off of the soft-sided road, you do pass many, many beautiful farms and fields and an alpaca sanctuary, so, you know, hey. You
1: got that going for you. You got
0: that going for you, but you will never believe that you're on your way to the distillery, but I promise you, once you, once you get through, uh, you know, over the river and through the woods you genuinely open up to some of the most beautiful grounds you will ever see. And it is worth the drive, worth the backwoods uh, escape out of there. And um, definitely, definitely check them out if you can.
1: And while you're there, since you've already made the trek, give yourself a little bit of a break after you're done experiencing Makers and go to the Limestone Branch Distillery, which is just a couple blocks down the road. But I digress.
0: Yes. So without further ado,
1: we will go ahead and begin trying this and be back with you in a minute.
0: On the nose, and, and let us preface this way, we did pour this probably about 20 minutes ago at this time. No, it was about yeah.
1: 5 to 10.
0: Oh, you have no...
1: <laughs> Neither do you. You
0: have no concept of that. I will. I will admit defeat and say 10 to 15.
1: Okay, let, let's try that again. We did pour this about 10 to 15 minutes ago to air out, as a lot of people find is the right thing to do. Yes,
0: because when you first pour this, it is going to be (sighs) hard to smell anything other than straight, painfully burning alcohol. But I promise you...
1: with most barrel-proof expressions, you're going to have as an issue.
0: But give it a few minutes, let it air out. And one of the first things that you will smell once you do is rich maple syrup.
1: I'm also getting a good amount of very sweet woodiness as yeah, well. Yeah,
0: really sweet wood. Definitely a little bit of vanilla on the nose as well.
1: Um, I could potentially say caramel instead of maple, but it can go either way. Yeah, it, that. I
0: guess that's uh, it's, subjective. It's a, it's a good
1: deep, rich sweetness.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's just how your personal experience defines what you associate that with.
0: That is a very... Oh, that is a very, very sweet, very sweet, okay, gotta emphasize that, um, bourbon. But,
1: but not sickeningly sweet.
0: No, 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 not sickeningly sweet, but I'm not a huge fan of, of super sweet bourbons, and with this having a, a relatively high wheat content, it is going to be far more sweeter. But for 110 proof, it drinks really lovely. Yes,
1: it is a nice, friendly, barrel-proof expression.
0: Yeah, (laughs) and that uh, really sweet uh, vanilla does come out more on the palate and especially the finish. Mm -hmm. One of the things that stands out to me is really, really sweet soaked raisins. Yeah, I was was going to say
1: like steeping raisins or some other similar dark fruit in in like a syrup on the Mm stovetop.
0: That same... I don't even know how to explain it, but that same, like, I'm sure most of you have smelled dried raisins or even, like, soaked raisins in rum for, like, a cake or something. And it's got that same rich, deep, dark, pruny flavoriness to it.
1: Okay, so on the finish, I am getting quite lovely buttery, oaky goodness where if you took like a good European butter and just kind of smeared it on the inside of a barrel and just kind of <laughs> licked it up, that's about where I'm getting. And I, I say that in the most positive way I can because it's very pleasant.
0: Yeah. And for me, the the finish for me is very dry.
1: Yes. It is yes. a very
0: dry finish. And to me, the the cinnamon spices, those warm, nutty baking spices is what comes out for me.
1: It's sort of like this is a Christmas vacation, Saturday morning, waking up and having a good breakfast on a cold day, bundled up with a nice warm
0: blanket. Yeah, this is, this is, um... Genuinely, this is French toast without being French toast. This is not French toast in the way that, like, you, Angel's Envy rye is. This the, is, the,
1: yeah, their finished rye is literally just pancake syrup yeah, and French this
0: toast. Yeah, is, but this is just everything warm and buttery and inviting about using, like, cinnamon raisin toast with, like,. Good maple syrupness to it. It's so delicious. I absolutely love this.
1: Do you think it's worth what we paid on it?
0: Absolutely. Uh sixty-nine dollars, seventy dollars may seem like a steep price for anything from makers, but
1: I mean their regular cask strength is forty-nine to fifty dollars on average. On and the low end forty if you're really lucky.
0: In my opinion, that is overpriced for that product. <laughs>
1: so, some would argue against that, but that's their opinion.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Everyone isn't to have their opinion here. But um no, I think that 69 absolutely is is a, a decent price for it. And I would love to have more uh, more versions of the the private select on the shelf.
1: You mean ones that involve things like the roasted French mocha staves or the toasted French spice staves. That,
0: yes, that would be absolutely amazing. Uh, yes. So, with that being said, if, and if you are out there and uh, you find makers, private selects on your shelves, and there's some of the more unique stave options, please do leave a, uh, a voice message for me here and let me know because I would not be opposed to or, potentially-
1: or- Send a message on
0: Instagram. Or send a message on Instagram, which I'll get to later. (laughs) And uh, I would not be opposed to uh, trying to get that from you guys, because we can't really find a lot of the private select here.
1: And some of you may wonder, how drastically different is the Maker's 46 cask strength from the uh, commercial standard 94 proof offering? Well... We happen to have a glass here as well mm. to compare.
0: Cool. <clears throat> yeah. So <laughs> the answer to that is, um, for me, very different. And not different in a good way. It is much more spiky. Yeah. Much more spicy in a not pleasant manner.
1: It's not as friendly and no. it actually drinks a little hotter.
0: It does. It does. It drinks far hotter than the 110 proof of the other one. It's a really dulled down, more bitter, very, very bitter yep. version of the Private Select.
1: It's like they took all of the beautiful, sweet, woody flavors that came out in the cask strength Turn those down, and then went to the bitter volume knob and turn that up a bit. It's yeah. a little disappointing when you're trying them side by side.
0: The the only thing that comes out with that with uh, the normal Maker's Forty Six is bitter, bitter oak, a little bit of caramel, and some spiciness. It loses all of that beautiful mapleness to it. It loses all that really yummy raisin and all of that butteriness.
1: That is not to say that it is bad by any means, but when you compare it to the cask strength, it is night and
0: day. Yeah, when you compare it it is definitely different. But that's not to say that that it's not good. It's just not exactly comparable to its more mature and more fancy uh brother.
1: Well, if that's the case, what would be a good comparable option that is readily available to most people?
0: Um, I will get back to you on that in just a moment.
1: I think that the maker's cask strength, the classic iteration, is a good close option. You're not going to get a lot of the sweet flavors that are imparted by the French oak staves that the 46 has. Mm -hmm. Um, but one thing you could potentially do if you're a crafty individual is actually purchase some French oak chips from either your local homebrew shop or even off of Amazon for roughly four to five dollars for a pack. Uh, put a small portion of them in there for 12 to 24 hours and then filter them out. And that is going to be a very close alternative. If you can't make it to the distillery to pick up a bottle of the 46 cask strength.
0: Yeah. And using the French oak chips is something that we have done multiple times here at home with various experimental products. Um... And it it does genuinely work, and we we cannot express enough. Do not leave it in your product for more than 24 hours.
1: And also, less is more.
0: Yes, absolutely. (laughs) If you're using a typical four to eight ounce mason jar with this...
1: You want maybe a teaspoon or half tablespoon would be more than enough chips.
0: Yeah. They're very, very strong. And if you ever want a really fun experiment, um, throw it in red wine.
1: Throw it in red wine? Red wine. The chips, you mean?
0: Yeah, the chips. Okay, I
1: thought you meant yeah. like throw the makers in red wine. And oh, like,
0: no. <laughs>
1: um, so with that in mind, would you finish off the bottle and not replace it? Would you replace it when it is empty? Or would you keep multiple on the shelf?
0: I would, I would both not repurchase this one. Mm-hmm. And I would keep multiples on the shelves. I very much would buy multiple finishes of this product to have, but I don't know that I would necessarily want to seek multiple bottles of every, every finish.
1: Well, what about this specific finish, the 10 Makers 46 Staves?
0: I am very happy with what we have, but I do not believe that I would go out of my way to get a second bottle.
1: That's fair. I think that I would also not go out of my way to get another bottle. But if we happened to be at the distillery, I'd pick up a bottle.
0: Yeah. Yeah. If it's like there in front of me, then.
1: Or even if a local store had it, I think I'd grab it. Mm -hmm. But I wouldn't go out of my way to replace it when it's empty.
0: Yeah. 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 So.
1: Yeah. It's good. But for its price, there are a few better options out there.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely.
1: And remember, bourbon is meant to be shared.